Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Breaks Radio, Breaks Media, Be Real and Sell as King Should. I'm your co-host, Ralph, but you know I'm not alone. I'm in the building with the family, La Familia, the brothers, CEO Hayes and Johnny. Say what's up to the people. Yo, what's happening? Let's get it, baby. <laughs> what's going on, people? It's the world famous CEO Hayes in the building, ready to talk some hip hop. <laughs> Hey, world, world famous, world I famous. Hey, I mean, I did, gr- I did grow up in Europe, so I mean, I do, I do know people. That's <laughs> no, true. That's true. true. Hey, hey, we are feeling ourselves this week. Uh, I don't know. Hey, did you want to get into that, or we just say that for next week? Uh, you know what? No, I mean, next week will be too late. Let's, let's, we can, we can definitely fill ourselves. I mean, this week. I'll let you, I'll let you have the floor before we get into everything. Else. <laughs> so, us just being us. Let, let me stop. Let me get off that. Um, we were lucky enough, really, to partner with a radio station out of Columbus, uh, WTMH Radio. Um, so we will be on the radio uh, there. You can you we'll, we'll be plugging it over the course of next week. We start on September seventh, man. I, I couldn't be more excited about this. Year. Yes, and those people who are not in Columbus, you can still listen to it on the on the internet. Correct. Correct. All right. So, yeah, still check it out. I am extremely humbled at this opportunity. And, fellas, we go kill it. That's how I'm going to say that. And we'll, we just go move forward, man. Thanks. But I, I'm happy to be sharing this venture with y'all, man. But let's not get mushy, man. Let's talk about this bullshit that Kanye on, man. <laughs> Kanye, <laughs> Kanye West has uh, recently apologized for his uh, slavery comments, amongst other things. Um, do we have any thoughts about this? Um, so Kanye has admitted to being bipolar, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So is this like the other side of his bipolar, per- like persona, apologizing for it? I don't uh, know. That 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 is a great question. Um, I feel that Kanye is. I don't know. Like, I don't. I. You know what? I've been off the Kanye West train for a long time when it comes to his personal life. So All I right. can give two fucks about what he said and what he did. I you know as long as the music is okay and the music was I right <clears throat> I don't really yeah I don't really have any feelings toward it it's like I, I still I still feel the same way if you're not gonna put out good albums then just don't say shit else <laughs> hey you got anything man I mean this apology I feel like he's about to go on an apology tour run if I if it was just have to be honest um he's working with Chance to rap on his new album I think that. He, he may figure that if he makes good music with Chance and goes on this apology run and may do some repairing of his image, and it may very well. Um, but I think this is the first step in what we're going to see on, on Kanye going and doing an apology tour personally. Yeah, he's probably going to have like a um, where he's releasing his demons type of track with Chance and Chance is going to pray for him on the song, too. I really see that happening. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just have to put that out in the universe family because we see it coming. That's funny. <clears throat> Nothing. So where, where do we okay. think his ne- like his next stop on his apology tour is going to be? Like, is it going to be Sway? Is it going to be? Um, I don't know. Kanye's not really going up to the movie, like to the uh, the radio station type anymore, right? Like he doesn't do that, right? Not yeah, that makes not since like those. I think he did two Breakfast Club interviews, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Sway. And I know he hasn't been this way since, you know, Houseway, the epic, you know, how Houseway rant. So right. I'm, not, I'm not saying he's not a, uh, invited back. Like, I don't think you could ever, like, 
even if like let's let's say we live in a world where Kanye West interviews with the breaks because that that can damn sure happen. Facts. Like why would we disinvite Kanye? Like oh, yeah. that there's no way in the world we would disinvite somebody that you know is pretty much an icon. You know, what right. I'm we wouldn't do that. Right. You know, certain you know you know Nicki and Drake get y'all ass off. Like we I, we don't talk to y'all. <laughs> but you know, like yay, you know, it's different type of feel. Like that's you know somebody we. I think for better or worse, we still have an attachment to regardless of this. The personal shit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, regardless yeah. of this. So, hey, it is what it is. But, hey, man, let's get into the first song break of today. We have Uncle Murder Fee. That sounds funny already. Takashi 69, 50 Cent, and Casanova. Get the strap. Give him the whole clip, that's his car, pulling up, shoot up the whole whip, that's his man, hit him too, that nigga down with him, check his grand, see who else be hanging around with him, he can get it, him too, nigga go get the strap, load it up, spin the block, I know where them niggas at, where they at, who they with, them niggas getting smoked, line them up, they ain't hard to find all them niggas broke, old dog, Nino Brown, Michael Jordan what, be like Mike, yeah right, I wanted to be like Tuck, big Cuban, Flooded Rolly, I see your eye in it. Get your clap if I think you think about trying it. Ice on boom, rust up. All y'all niggas suck my dick. Matter of fact, suck my dick with your mother's lips. Thank you for coming back. That was Uncle Murder featuring Takashi 69, 50 Cent, and Casanova with Get the Strap. Man, we got to talk about this. 50 Cent, first of all, we will talk about the actual term Get the Strap, mm-hmm. which was 50 Cent's catchphrase. He's been using it a lot to troll on Instagram. And he actually took to Instagram to announce that he sold the rights to the, the actual term for $1 million. Now, he sold it for a clothing line in specific to uh, Bellator MMA, which is the world's second largest MMA corporation behind, you know, UFC. How do we feel about this? How does get the strap fit into MMA? It means you're getting ready to go to work. And, you know, <laughs> do work. Like I am just saying, like, um, well, it, it fits in more than that. Like they ca- sometimes they call the the title belts the strap, so that oh, okay. they could be using that it that sense. way. Yeah, I'm not I'm not an MMA fan, so I, I wouldn't know. Gotcha. <clears throat> but see, the, then they got so reading that he sold it to an MMA franchise, right? It got me thinking. Get the strap can mean a lot of different things in a lot of different like contexts. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going further than that, but I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I, I I love the master troll of uh, Curtis Jackson, aka Fifty Cent. Like he has taken something that people have already said. Like get the strap is not a new term under the sun, right. but he has definitely popularized it, especially with his social media influence. Now the fact that he is able to capitalize off of this get a million dollar deal just to you know get this term copyrighted and sold who i mean viacom actually sold it but they own bellator so either way dope it's right crazy man like you got you got to give it to 50 cent man the man is a mogul like you have to give it to him Big How, three words he sold three words <laughs> it happens man that's it, crazy it, it man. really happens now 
the song like the and then the fact that Uncle Murder actually uses the term to you know get the strap for the song. Mm-hmm. Now I actually enjoyed the song. I, I I enjoyed the track for what it is. I don't think it's a big lyrical exercise. I think it's just you know street rap at its you know at its finest. Oh. Um, does anybody like? Do y'all have thoughts on that? Or you know, I'm out, I'm out here alone. I d- I definitely enjoyed it for what it was. Right. Yeah. Now get to Kashi the fuck out of here. <laughs> like even like I get the whole tough talk, but Takashi is not good at it. Like I've never listened to Takashi's music. This is the first verse I ever heard from Takashi, and it's horrible. Like it's really bad. They should replace him with Joel Ortiz because he did a freestyle over the beat. Oh wow! So, oh, yeah. Okay. That's Man, listen, listen. I I love this song, and I told you guys when I I don't know why I don't know what about it. I, I love the song. I don't hate Takashi's verse. Um, like. Because I don't rate Takashi, like, I don't expect, like, just looking at him, I wouldn't expect lyricism. Like, so just looking at the dude, all I, all I can think of when I look at him is, like, the little niggas. Like, so, I don't, ex- I didn't expect lyricism. For this being my real first time, like, repeatedly listening to a song that Takashi's on, I, I didn't mind his verse on it. I didn't mind and his it's verse not that a, much. And it's not even about the lyricism, right? He doesn't sound believable in this on this song. He does not sound well, believable. And then in the video, it's like seeing him and hearing him say all of this stuff. He is not believable at all. It's so, horrible. So this is he's not. But this is what I look at. Like just looking at him, like he's like a, a real life cartoon character. So he to me, he's like the hip hop version of the raisins you remember when the raisins were singing and they had the group like he's just the a california raisins? <laughs> yes. hell no <laughs> so i mean like for real like takashi's like a live action muppet like that movie that's coming out happy time murders like yes, the, yes. if they if, yes. if they had if they had a muppet version of takashi on that movie it would fit right like it wouldn't fill out of place at all so it, that's what it is like <laughs> let's let's <laughs> let's get off Takashi, man. Like, what do we think, honestly, like about Fifty Cent rapping on this song? I, old school Fifty to me. Yeah, and, and that's the yes. thing is that I think Get Rich or Die Trying people automatically Fifty was never a true lyrical rapper, and right. this this verse is if you take the Wanksters, the back down off of it where he he tried a little bit and just like listen to just the structural way he rapped on even his probably his most popular song in the club. This was that. I loved it. Yeah. I, I definitely love 50s verse on this song. It's just reminiscent of, of him, you know, how he used to rap. But this is the thing with 50. And I like a, a lot of superstars kind of suffer from this. They never adapt. Not to say they have to completely change and do what other people are doing, but they just choose to stay the same when music has changed. That's what happened with 50 Cent. 50 Cent never stopped rapping the way that he could. Right, because like Animal Ambition was dope as fuck. I like that was a dope ass album, but it was just that music changed. Nobody wanted to hear that shit. Not Fifty, like or just nowhere in general. So that's why Fifty, the star of Fifty, started to dim. But that's just my take on it. Uh, you know the fall of Fifty as an artist to me yeah. personally. But let's address this too. Fifty is a master marketer. At the end of Power, what song did we hear when they showed? 50 Cent's dead character in the morgue. Well, you know that's you know that's why they held off on the episode. There wasn't a there was a week without power. 50 mm-hmm. Cent got that episode pushed back so it can coincide with the release of the video. He didn't want 
that episode being released before the the video was released. Again, 50's a master of marketing. Master marketing. Did not know that. Master marketing. You gotta love it. Right. You you really have to love it. Like that's the only reason I probably heard Animal Ambition because it was the it was the song it was the song at the end of the first season of Power. I was like, damn, that shit go kind of hard. Let me go listen to the album. The album right. was fire. But hey, that's Fifty Cent, man. You got you have to respect Curtis Jackson and his grind, man. Right, keeping himself very, 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 very relevant when he's not relevant musically, but he finds a way to keep you know giving us a verse, giving us a song here and there. It just works. Right. So, did did we all watch the video? Yeah. 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 What y'all think about the video? It's a 2018 music video. That's all I got. Right. Where did they get an NYPD car from to just parade around? It's 50 Cent. Like, I'm pretty sure he was just called a couple of people and was like, hey, I need to borrow this. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then say what we will about Takashi, but New York does seem to love Takashi. So... 50 Cent and Takashi, yeah. yeah, they they do whatever the fuck they want to. <laughs> they do whatever they want, right? It's just a shame that, you know, people like Casanova kind of get pushed to the back. Like, I think Casanova really out here trying to be, you know, the best version of the street rapper from New York, but nobody's paying him any attention. Right. Because and, Takashi's always in the in the news. I mean, they had their they had their squabbles before and they squashed the beef. Casanova strikes me as a nigga that's really with the shits. Like, 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 Casanova was ready to pop Takashi. Like, so the fact that these two people were even able to collab, it it just goes to show fifty. That's who I that's who I lay that at. Like, and the irony of the get the strap video getting shot up, that happened. Yeah, yeah, that happened. (laughs) So. Like it's so like Uncle Murder's just be chilling. Like Uncle Murder don't be a no shit, even though his name is Uncle Murder, right? We gonna put Uncle Murder over here and he be chilling. You got Fifty, Takashi, and Casanova. Shit just pops off when they around. Right. Do we know like who was a target or if there was a target? Who knows? It might have been publicity for the. I don't. I. I don't know. Cause I 50, like Fifty. Like Fifty doesn't really involve himself in bullshit, not so much anymore. Right. But it wouldn't surprise me if he, you know, got into something. Like it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if Fifty just staged it. Oh yeah, just that, just that, because. Oh, that's the thing to do these days. It's crazy, Ross, man. No, we're gonna move on from that. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Let's stop. <laughs> let's stop there, man. I want to interview Ross, man. Don't do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's do time. It's commercial break, and then after our commercial break, you'll get a song, a new song. From Logic, The Return. Please enjoy. Hey, you guys. It's me, Cliche, from The Girl Knows Curls. And this is Samantha, the lifestyle creator of The Real Girlfriend Experience. And we are... Dualistic. Girl, I need you to relax. Relax, Samantha. Hey, you know... I gotta do extra. You know I always do that. <clears throat> However, tune in to Samantha and Cliche on Dualistic Podcast every Wednesday at 8 a.m. on UrbanMobileLife.com for the latest episode. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at Dualistic. And as always, we are Gemini as fuck. Bye. Bye, you guys. Satisfied, satisfied, yeah, 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 satisfied is all you, Sinatra, Big
Pepe. Satisfied. Oh, you got the studio shout out. You Satisfied. feel good about yourself right now. Satisfied is yeah. Six. Hold up, let me get up in it now Bitch, I'm here to win it now L-O-G, I see I'm feeling free, I'm finna bring it now If you know the words, take a step back and sing it now Never thought I'd have to, but I keep the windows tinted now Like, la-di-da-di, who got the keys to my Audi? Last time I said it went viral, I don't fuck with nobody And I don't fuck with you, you, them, her, and him too Cause don't none of y'all know a fucking thing about what I've been through And all that superficial shit you love, I'm just not into And when it comes to getting deep in this rap shit I've been to Like the pussy don't push me, I ain't no kid but you know the rest You think I caught the Holy Spirit How I'm feeling blessed Ain't no contest at all this whack shit It just ain't no test Step and get laid to rest Boy, step and get laid to rest It ain't no S on my chest But I'm still gunning While half of these motherfuckers still running I learned everything I've attained And they steal from them Like goddamn, I'm the motherfucking man Used to call you a hater You a motherfucking stand Ain't nobody built themselves a brand like me I ain't signed a shoe deal Cause I'm waiting for Nike To recognize all these youngins Wanna be just like me Cut the check for 20 minutes Right now when we might see Everybody rocking my kicks Preaching positivity I get up, I get up, I get up When I'm down, had enough Almost round, when shit rough I get up, and when I'm beating to the ground I get up, I get up I get up, I get up I get up, when I'm down Had enough, almost round When shit rough, I get up And when I'm beating to the ground I get up, I get up I get up, I get up I get up, never address me as Robert it's about that De Niro, far from a hero. I ain't never saved my hoes. I'm not defined by these clothes as heroes. That was logic with the return. Wow, wow, wow. Fellas, that song just came. I don't know when it came out. Let's just say it came out in the past, you know, 24 to 48 hours. What do we think about logic rapping on this song? We we go we go take away the every everybody bullshit, the you know, the suicide hotline song. I know it's inspirational. We don't care about none of that right now. The return. What do we think about this song? As of right now, I've only heard it one time, but Lord, it is fire. This is the this is the logic I expect. This is the logic that I know. You know what I'm saying? Like I need this is the rapping that I need. This is the logic I want. That's really all I got. I just need some to sit down and dissect it. But just off of one listen, it's amazing. And this is the logic that if he rapped like this on every track, remember how we had that one conversation of it, it being Drake Kendrick and who was the third? It would be logic, no doubt, if he was if it was this energy on every track that he does. Um, yeah, the guy has like utmost potential. Like this is why I get so frustrated uh, when people like talk about. Well, why why are you putting logic in that conversation? Like, you don't if you just listen to the mainstream things that pop, you you don't really know logic. And he, he it's it's on him. I will say it's on him to bring that more to the forefront as an artist. But uh I love this track. This this sh- he went the fuck off. Yes. And this is kind of circling back to a conversation that I think we all were tagged in on Twitter. You remember the 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 DMC where he was commenting on um like what rappers should do with their platforms, why mm-hmm. hip-hop is really dead, even though it's at its height. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, DMC used that to say that rappers use their platform. Like, I use my platform to promote positivity and that I went to school. Like, this is DMC saying this. But I smoke weed, I drink. You would never know that I was drunk. But I would never talk about that on my platform. 
Right. So it's like we kind of killing logic for being positive, <laughs> 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 using his platform for that. But it's like, fam, like you can really rap like into that, bro. We need, but like it's like it's conflicting because we want, like I don't think logic is that guy, and he doesn't strike me as that guy. So maybe that's why we don't want to hear that shit from him. Like, because that's why I always feel like it's disingenuous with, with Logic when he does that type of stuff. It's like you pandering, fam. And I mean, he he can still use his platform for positive, you know, for positive things, for yeah. getting out the uh, suicide help hotline. Yeah, yeah. Just, and this may sound crazy, just don't put it in your music. Like, just talk about it. <laughs> like, you know... In your music, we want the rap, we want the bars, we want the lyricism. And outside of that, when you are on your press run, when you're on your press tour, that's when you talk about it. That's when you use your platform for it. Maybe, and that's just me. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a weird space. Like I hate to judge about for that, but Logic can really rap, and I think that's the part that's the most frustrating. Like this song was probably a throwaway song at best. Like I can't see this being a single, not for Logic. And it's not for his, not for his MTV crowd. Like I know he's not doing this, <laughs> but it's fire. It's so fire. It's yeah. so fire. Hey, you want to jump back in, man? I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it is. It's amazing. Um, this track, like in like like Johnny, I only listened to it the one time, but just that one time, just walking away from it, like when and we were all sitting here listening to it together, like, goddamn, yeah. And yeah. I need that feel. I need that. From from yeah. logic more often. Yeah, man, it's a damn shame, man. But let's let's heighten let's let's go switch lanes real quick. Now, Lil Wayne received a public apology uh, from his father, we should say, uh, Birdman at Little Louisiana Fest. Uh, I believe it's in New Orleans every year. Um, any thoughts on him receiving a public apology from Birdman? Man, I li- I listened to this apology. Did any of that make sense? Well, you, did you have your transcriber? Did you have your, uh, like, you know, at the bottom of the screen, the ball bounces on the words? Did you have that? No, no, I, no. I, that? I understood what he was saying, <laughs> but what he was saying didn't make sense. I know what I know, and I know what I feel I know. And if you know what I thought I knew when I knew it, then you know what's up. Like, fam, that's not an apology. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> What I know is that this shit ain't real. So what's up? <laughs> well, I don't know if I heard that clip. It was <laughs> it was it was a spot where he was just uh, he, he's like, you know, my motherfucking son, you know, YMCMB to the to the day we die and all that. I want to apologize to my motherfucking nigga, like you know all that. I was like, oh, you heard the whole the whole shit then. The whole nah, shit I, like sixty I, seconds. I, I, now I, I listened to the Instagram clip. I didn't have that type of time. Oh, but, like I, I got I, he got straight to the point with what I saw. So that's why I guess our interpretation of it is a little nah, bit different. Bro, you got no, nah, you got listen to that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it was. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. To me. Well, did, are we not used to baby just not making sense? The nigga don't ever make sense. Like really, real talk. He never makes sense when he talks. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, but yeah, man, this this. This whole apology bullshit, I really don't care. I just really don't give a fuck. It, it's. I'm just saying, now let's address the real elephant in the room. Are we ready for this light, father, light, son, part two? Can we no. get the Carter first? Like, I don't I don't need none of that. 
I was just saying, man, look, Birdman had Wayne waste Prime Wayne on an album with his stinking ass. Like, y'all, like, like, I was really going back and listening to, like, some old Wayne because I just wanted, I was in the mood for that. Carter, Carter 2, stunt, like, you know, the, the Light Father, Light Son shit. Nigga, that could have been a Wayne album. That was pretty much what it was. Nobody yeah. was listening to that shit for Birdman. Yeah. So, right. I'm like, you, and then you wasted my man's prime. Like, it's, it's like, not to say that Lil Wayne didn't mature and become a good rapper or a great rapper, however you want to phrase it. It's just that I, he could have been so much more. Yeah. I feel he has been stalled by somebody that he he really put his life and his career into somebody's hands rather than taking a, a career and putting it, I mean, just taking control of that and doing it himself. Because you guys know, he, he said it on Dedication too. like, I'm going to re-up and go back to cash money. He had offers from everybody else, including Rockefeller. <laughs> but he he had a chance to leave, and he stayed. Now, you can say it was a win. You can say it was a loss. I don't know. Depending on how you look at it. It was definitely a loss because he lost out on a lot of money. But a lot of money. You can only say that up until maybe quarter four. Like, like quarter four, well, yeah, from the money aspect. I'm just talking about, I guess I want to talk about the music and the stardom. But yeah, the money aspect really makes like you know it. It definitely do, it takes away from all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I I don't know. Go ahead, Hayes. I thought you were yeah. gonna say something. Yeah, it's it's he definitely lost, and he not not just from a money standpoint, but he lost time on this album, waiting on the release of the album. He probably even lost part of his sanity. Like th- just to to think about how stressful that had to be. Um, and, you know, we sit here and we, we talk about the artistry and talk about the music mainly. But as as someone who's cre- uh, creative, to have limits placed on, on what you can create and all that shit. Like, I mean, he lost years of his prime just waiting around. Right. So that is that is that is very true. And I like the fact that you brought up sanity. Have you seen Lil Wayne lately? Little Wayne, Little Wayne looks like you remember Rugrats, like Angelica's doll, Cynthia? Oh damn! Like does Wayne look like that? Like with the hair and shit? I thought you were about to say Chucky. <laughs> no, nah, he look like, like he look like he look like Cynthia, bro. Because the the hair and shit, you know, I, I should do a side by side shit, you know, because that's what the Wayne look like. Yeah, man. I and it's just and to think like say say if Wayne did go with another label, right, or Rockefeller or something. He could have continuously, mm-hmm. conti- he could have been able to continuously put out the music he wanted to put out, and who knows where his career could have gone. Like, he could have even branched out into other things besides music. Like, that could have trajected him to do other things as well. So his career could have been something completely different from what it is now. He could have had yeah. way more money. He could have had way more opportunities to do more. You know, to do different things. So you just, <laughs> you never, you never know. And it's like when we, you know, we we talk about, you know, his understudies all the time. If you're talking about Nicki and Drake, right? They are completely bigger stars than him. Oh, fat. that's a fact. Like, that's, that's, that's insane to me. Like, it used to be something where all three of them would do a song together. Now, you can't get Wayne on a song and it sounds good. Like, we, we reviewed Queen, what, two weeks ago? And with Rich Sess, it was like, nah, we don't even, we didn't even talk about that song. Sure didn't. It's not much like, to talk was about. It, wasn't that good? <laughs> wasn't that good? I know, man. It, it's the same, man. It's like we we watched a rap titan fall, and it's mainly because of the person that just apologized to him. Right. Damn, right? man. When you when you put it all in perspective like that, shit. 
it's kind of fucked up. Like yeah, it's like that, that kind of go, like it's like y'all buried the hatchet, but mm, no, it's it's deeper than that right now. Even mm-hmm. if Wayne literally recoups all the money, the time and just the the sheer thought, yeah, the sheer thought of it. Yeah, man. Opportunity costs. It's crazy. Yeah, Damn. yeah, but. But yeah, let's 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 get into another commercial break, fellas. And then after that, we got a song break. Uh Lil Wayne featuring Birdman, stunning like my daddy. <laughs> it was only appropriate. It's your boy, first Rio, aka Chino Chino, y'all. Man, you know already you know what it is. Your boy Bad Rio, aka Cardiac 911, y'all. And we are I said it, we are two Rios in the pod. Two, 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 two. Y'all make sure y'all catch us every single Wednesday on the Urban Mobile Life Network. Back We're, and forth. Back and forth. Apple Podcasts. iHeartRadio. That's the new, 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 new. Okay, okay, okay. Player.fm. Google Play. Stitcher. I think that's it. I think that's it, right? But yeah, just make sure y'all catch us every Wednesday, man. We out here, and we gonna stay out here until we can't be out here no more. FB, Two Reels in the Podcast Group. You're familiar get lost, man. IG, Two Reels in the Pod. Already. Twitter, Little Broke Podcast. Catch all the social media platforms. Just come find us, goddammit. Come find us. Well, I know what it is, now I go. Cheer, cheer. That's all I gotta say, can't see you little niggas, the money in the way, and I'm, I'm sitting high against the ride blaze, and if you ain't gonna ride fly, then you might as well hate shit, I gotta eat, yeah, even though I ain't no, it ain't my birthday, but I got my name on that cake, shit, believe that, and if the man's won't play, and I'ma fuck around and put the ball brains on the day, hey, pick them up, fuck them, let them lay, where I'm from, we see a fucking dead body every day, Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from that song break. That was Lil Wayne and Birdman stunting like my daddy from the Like Father, Like Son album that Wayne should have never did. But let's get it to... Takashi, let, let me just say this before we get into this next topic. Takashi stays on our damn docket. What is wrong? What's what's going on, man? Like, do like this rainbow hair fool has us talking about him at least every other episode. I just want to point that out. That's your man's. It's wild. It's hella wild. Hit you with the blicky eye. All right. Uh, Takashi sixty, <laughs> Takashi six nine, and Ludacris have a back and forth. I wouldn't call it a beef. That I I find this whole thing interesting. Now, to the people who aren't you know necessarily hip to it, Takashi and Ludacris have been doing this back and forth because Ludacris actually was on Wildin' Out 
during a wild style. It was some type of segment that they always do. And he bitching to Kosh. Yo, yo, what, what's up, Luda? What's up, six, what's up nine. Luda? Nine for nine, right now on the billboard. For real, Luda. <laughs> so, so check it, so check it out, Luda Chris. I got a question. Yo, if you was to sign somebody right now to DTP disturbing the peace, who would you sign first? Takashi 69? Or my man Nick Cannon? That's an easy one for me. I'd sign Nick Cannon because Takashi, I don't know how much longer he's gonna be around. Yeah. That's all Takashi needed to know. So Takashi goes to Instagram and does his old Instagram rants. Oh, you old, you a fuck nigga. Go do your uh Fast and Furious movies, which you know Luda get paid from. I don't know what I don't see right. how that's a negative. But he 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 wanted to point out that Ludacris was a bad rapper, and he used like the verse from Baby. Like, okay, now Ludacris has never been the street guy. I give you that. But if y'all had a chance to rap with Young Justin Bieber on Baby, y'all would have gave y'all the hottest sixteen y'all could have gave for that damn song. Facts, that's money. <laughs> that's like. Like that video, like that song, like I, you know, it's not necessarily something I'm bumping, but bruh, like baby, like Justin Bieber, come on now, <coughs> stop it, stop it, five. But right. the thing with Takashi, it, 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 he triggers his fan base because they're kids and they don't know better. So now our generation of rap fans are like, do you even know who Ludacris is? Of course, he y'all just know, y'all just know the dude from Fast and Furious. Oh, okay. So we we have to school y'all on certain things. So it's like they're like I guess this is how our old our older cousins and brothers and parents and things like that feel about us when we were coming up. Because I'm like y'all mad disrespectful, right? At what point are these younger hip hop artists going to respect their elders? Basically, now I'm not call, I'm not saying Ludacris is really old, but to Takashi he is an OG in the game. And it's like, even if you don't respect his music, right, he still paved the way for you to be in this industry. So you need to show some type of respect to him. Like, this is, it. it's not okay. Like, it's just not okay. I don't like the fact that a lot of these younger artists disrespect the artists that have come before them. You don't have to like their music, but you do have, to, I feel like you, I feel like they should respect the fact that what these older artists MCs have done in the industry kept it available for them to be in it that's really how I feel about it yeah 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 hey it's what you got man I mean yeah I mean I think people forget just how much of a because even even when Ludacris was was at his height he didn't always use his lyricism his best lyrical Mm -hmm. ability so I think people Mm -hmm. forget just how how detrimental Luda can be to your career if he really wanted wanted to be (laughs) I mean, just go back and listen to the stomp, uh, oh. Young Buck with him and Ti. Just, just go back and Stop. listen to that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, as far as Takashi, Takashi's already established himself. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care what you've done in the game. He doesn't care what you're currently doing. He damn sure, like we young niggas already nowadays don't give a damn about elderly people. And I'm not saying Ludacris is elderly, but in hip hop, he's he's an elder. Takashi don't give no fuck about Ludacris. Big facts, man. And it's like. I'm not saying Luda is this lyrical rapper that you have to respect, but God damn. Like, Luda, like, he he had a, a while where he was just, like, killing features. 
Yes. Like any song he got on, he elevated that motherfucker. Like, like I'll give y'all one example. And this wasn't necessarily well, it wasn't even Luda's song. Y'all remember uh where we at? The Boost Mobile joint with him, Game and Kanye? Oh, the commercial? Yeah. Hell yeah. Bro. Bro. Man, listen. I don't bro, listen. Like <laughs> like Luda smoked that fucking song. But let let me give you another example. Remember Fatty Girl? The joint with the Fubu, the Fubu soundtrack. Yes. Remember Fubu? Fubu had yes. like a good life or some shit like that, Bruh. Like no respect, no no disrespect to Keith Murray, but nigga, Luda smoked that track. <laughs> like hell yeah, he did. Jesus like, Christ, Luda had a moment. And then this is the thing: Luda wasn't the street dude, but he never backed down from beefs or you know rap battles. Like this is the thing: Luda is a punchline rapper, and maybe that's why we. Like overall, like hip hop heads don't necessarily respect him like that. But Luda had punchlines. Like he will give you a punchline. That's that's what he does. Now, when you look at Luda's overall discography, I think it's pretty solid. Like I'm gonna say it's like the the run to like the you know the go to joints. But I think they were enjoyable albums for what they were. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he he did get he did go toward more of the pop side in his later albums, which is cool, you know. Um, but at least he still rapped. He wasn't like singing and no shit like that. Um, but yeah, like you said, he has a he has a decent discography of albums and mixtapes and features. It's like you can't yeah. and you could argue arguably say he ran music videos in like the early two thousands as well. Like absolutely he had great music videos. So yeah, Ludacris it's definitely like a you can almost kind of say a hip hop icon to some to some extent because he did have a good run. Yeah, so. like it, it it depends on how you define his music, and I don't know I don't know if we can get into that debate if it aged really well. Like I don't think I think it was good for what it was. Like I just I I it's like the takes I have on it. I don't I'm I enjoy it, and I can understand if somebody say it's like no, nah, it's whack, but. Intro, like ludicrous like if you want like uh intro killer oh I, man i don't even know who who makes better intros than ludicrous and i'm talking the lyrical nigga like we can we can have that conversation too no that's real <laughs> luda intros on the app and then this is what he used to do and what people don't like like really realize like he used to give you like a freestyle in the middle of the album even mm. if it was like a random verse with punches he gave you that over like some acapella or beatbox type of shit. He had songs with like the the guys that we respect, Jay, Nas. Uh, I don't know if he had a song with Eminem, but at least Jay and Nas held his fucking own with them. And he's from Atlanta. Facts. That's real. Yeah. Like I don't get the like I can't understand how kids just like y'all y'all didn't grow up on this. Y'all didn't see this. Yeah. Not some young niggas don't person. care. Right, they they definitely don't care. But one of my personal favorites, this is like a really deep cut. But he got a uh, he got a song with Twister called "Freaky Things," I think. Mm-hmm. But it's just them going, just uh, Ludacris and Twister going back and forth talking about what they like to do to their women. The shit is dope. Shit oh. is really dope. Yeah, yeah. Luda Luda was good for like the the sexual content on the song, but it wasn't over the top like a too short. Right. Right. Like right. he was real good at making those type of tracks. Um. Like I said, Luda was the party dude, but he can rap. Like that, man, God damn, man. Like be a be a remix. Hayes, I know you got that one. Like <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like Luda killed that. But it's like 
I don't, and it's like, I would say Ludacris has one. I had this debate with uh, somebody on Twitter. I can't even remember your name if I wanted to shout you out, bro. But, you know, I hope you're listening. But he said that Ludacris has two classics, maybe three. I was like, Did he say for albums? He said back for the first time. Like, I think that's a consensus because most guys between 99 and 04, if they first album came out back then, it was a classic. Yeah. It, it just was. Like, if you look at the landscape, look at a lot of the niggas' first albums. It was classic. But he said word of mouth was a classic. I was like, eh, no, I'm not going to be able to give you that one. Like, word of mouth? Like, I take that down a pig just because of Saturday. I, I fucking hate Why you don't like Sticky Icky? You don't like that shit? Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do it. Now, if you wanted to throw chicken and beer up there, yes. I think chicken and beer was a very solid project. And I think that's because he had the song, he had stand up on there, but he had that song with Nas that I was telling y'all about, uh, Virgo, where him and Nas was going back and forth. And he had a lot of like DTP like features, but it wasn't like bad. Like it wasn't like, well, Johnny, you might not like it, but it was like a lot of features on it, but it made it, you know, it made it a good album for, for the features. Mm-hmm. But I, I think if you would give him anything else, yes, that one. But if I'm looking at the rest of his catalog, hmm, Release Derby was a good album, but I wouldn't say it's a classic. <laughs> you don't like Red Light District? Fuck no. <laughs> Only I trolled because I know you ain't like you know, You know, I, that's, like, Luke was my nigga, and he went and made that number one spot joint. I said, God I, damn. I, I actually really like that song. I like this song. Man. I like the uh, and Austin I'm a, Powers and, clip. I, and I'm an Austin Powers fan. I was like, no, <laughs> like, like, no, yo. And and Ludacris had dope songs on Release Therapy, but he was so into like making like pop shit. Then I was like, no, because he had a song called War with God on that album, bro. But Money Maker was the lead single. Like that shit threw me. Like, like Luda, come on, bro. He had, to, he had to appeal to the, uh, you know, he had he had to cross over. He had to cross over. But he had run he had Runaway Love on there, which was you know that was a good that was a good song, right? Right. That was hey, with Mary J, right? Mary J. Yeah. Hey, Hayes has nothing. Like Hayes has, right, he's a, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. I for this conversation <laughs> and then it's just after then he started going up and down up and down like he had the theater of the mind album battle of the sexes which was supposed to be like you know featuring a lot of the women mcs and then ludiversal which was an album that he made after a five-year layoff from music because he was really acting so ludiversal wasn't a bad album it's just very forgettable um i like i enjoy Ludacris for what he He's contributed to rap. I wouldn't say it's a major, major contrib- you know, contribution, but I think that once you're kind of out of sight, out of mind, people do have a level of disrespect when it comes to the work that you put in. Right. If they don't feel you're relevant, you know, in any type of way, Ludacris isn't the, you know, the 50 cent of Instagram. Like he doesn't do all of that, but he right. does, you know, does a lot of other things. But people yeah. would say that, you know, he's he's whack or he's trash because he doesn't, you know, make music or he doesn't. Uh, you know, he's not a social media influencer like a 50 or, you know, Takashi and Takashi fans are just eating that up. Right. And like you said, a lot of I don't even know how old Takashi is, but a lot of these younger people don't even know he had a rap career. They know him for Fast and Furious. Like he's hosting Fear Factor now on MTV. Like they know him for that and not his rapping ability, which is unfortunate. But, you know, 
I guess it is what it is, but these these look cats, like y'all really need to respect your elders in the game. Like the the reason that these younger artists have an opportunity to be hip hop artists is because people like Ludacris continue to push the culture forward. Like he's the reason y'all here. He's one of the reasons y'all here. Y'all gotta respect that. Yeah, I mean Scarface was the one that discovered Ludacris, and Scarface is a a lyrical like you know a, a a god, right? One of the rap, one of the few rap guys that we have, and it's like he saw something in Luda. <laughs> like, so who are you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that's that's where I guess I, I'm I'm you know just lost on. But you know he had you know the DT3 roster, and I think they had a a, a decent run, decent, right. decent. If you can put out two group albums, which is very tough to do, like if you put out two roster, you know, two DTP albums. A lot of people don't get. A lot of people don't do that. Rockefeller didn't do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they they did. But I, I mean, I don't know. I hate y'all new niggas. That's that's what I got from <laughs> this conversation. I hate I hate y'all new niggas. <laughs> Me too, man. Y'all gotta man, y'all gotta put some respect on y'all elders for real. Like it's yeah. it's really unfortunate. No other genre of music has the younger people dissing the 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 older people in the game. Like this is terrible. It's terrible. Pretty much. But I don't know, man. I, I like I like the end right here because I think I think we had a, a good conversation on Luda and to school some of these people or at least refresh people's memories of what Ludacris has brought to the forefront. Right. I'm throwing on I'm throwing on red light district tomorrow just because. Man, listen. <laughs> why would you do that <laughs> to yourself? Me, you're killing me, Johnny. <laughs> of all the Ludacris albums you could possibly, red light district. <laughs> yep, that's right. Like oh my god, blueberry yum yum. That's what you're gonna go. Oh my god, pimping all over the world. Yo, and leave it to Johnny to bring up like a twisted track. Like, anytime we talk about any artist, twisted collab with damn right. And then I threw threw on on the old school twisted. I don't even know if Johnny's even ever heard that song a couple episodes ago on the Awakening, so he ain't even mentioned. I didn't even, I probably missed the episode. I'm not gonna lie to you. So that's that's my fault. Dark skinned people, I swear to God. Hey, gotta love us. (laughs) I love it. I love it. But hey, man, man, that was a dope conversation, fellas, man. But. I mean, oh, we have any parting thoughts before we sign off? Anybody? Takashi just on the radio next week, baby. Oh shit, you're right. But Takashi Six Nine is the rap Roger Rabbit. That's why I'm ending this. <laughs> Damn. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> like, um, who's signing off first? <laughs> That's it. Yo, this is Johnny. Y'all catch me on Twitter. J O N two underscores the letter B. Catch me on Instagram. J B S underscore E S L underscore A A M U. Holla at me. Please change Bar. that shit. Come on, man. <laughs> Bar. <laughs> he's been, they're they're like, he, said, he said it's so confident. I can't wait till the video comes out because, like, you know, those type of things. Johnny spit that shit like a verse. J B S underscore E S L underscore A M U. I got that. Okay. <laughs> You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E on any social media platform. And I am the Mind of Ralph on Instagram and Twitter. And if you have any questions for us, email us at thebreaksmedia at gmail.com. But, hey, that's another episode of Breaks Radio. We out. Peace. Peace. I'm going to take the subtle approach first because I'm just getting started. Let's go. Look. 
I'm the best and there's nothing that you can do about it Never needed a publicity stunt, let's tell the truth about it Even in the core of the streets, you can't sway the youth about it But keep running your mouth and I swear I'ma knock a tooth about it I never claim to be nothing but who the fuck I am Never sold cocaine in my life, but I'm still the fucking man Understand, nothing you did makes you better, nigga You claim the streets, but the streets respect that cheddar, nigga Luda got twice as much your life, you can charge it to him I fit four of your houses inside my daughter's room And still have room for young karma to play Giving back to the children of tomorrow for good karma today So you can say what you wanna say and you can talk that talk But real niggas ain't doing no talking cause we walk that walk Album for album you can see I got a multi-million plan So call yourself whatever you want except the multi-million man, nigga And the cost to be the boss so you can rest your mouth I'm universal, Luda never limits itself to the south I give a damn about you hooting and hollering, it ain't bothering me I hear you talking but you ain't made it to three You know where I live but you ain't made it to me You ain't made, nigga I'm having a house party, kid, come get played, nigga You got played, my record label never jerked me So shoot me, stab me, but words will never hurt me Feed off your energy, my power's with God So it's even better if you make your diss record real 